You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Radio Show. You're joining all three of us, Wendell Hussey, the newsreader, myself, Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate and editor-at-large, Errol Parker. Down here today in Budgie Smuggler Studios in the Old City District, Desert Rock FM. How are you all? Saya Suka, good mate. I've uh, just had a bit of a break, but you know, ready to get back into it, mate. So uh, let's kick it off, Wendell. Righto, we'll get into it with a interesting story. It will probably appeal to our FM listeners here on Desert Rock FM. It's a fact of the day. Did you know most countries don't celebrate the day they were invaded by colonial superpowers? Ah, yes, Wendell. Uh, this one was written by you, you... The Millennial snowflake. But yeah, apparently other countries around the world do not celebrate the day that they were invaded by colonial superpowers. Yes, in places like Mexico, Argentina, Fiji, and a uh, hundred other so countries that were colonised and then went on to gain some form of independence... Uh, they actually don't celebrate the day uh, that it all changed. It's just uh, an Australian thing. And there was a particularly apt and informative comment here from Kerry Glarum. Said, so what? Most countries don't have kangaroos either. Well, Kerry, I, I take your point and I back it. Now, Wendell, this next story, was this one about you too? Yeah, it was going after people like me on Twitter. It was inner city lefty sleeps easy, knowing her tweets about cheese have resolved Indigenous inequality. Yes, local Newtown-based digital campaigner Desiderata Atkinson, 35 years old, can finally move on this week. She has eventually pressured a multinational dairy company into making a symbolic gesture towards a community of people that more than likely pay four times as much for their products due to regional and socio-economic supermarket price gouging. And after a big push for the name change, Desiderata said, I'm pretty exhausted to be honest. That took up a lot of emotional labour. We got there in the end, but I had to cop a lot of flack from racists. Well, good on you. We'll uh, get the violins going because you are a martyr, Desiderata. Righto, we'll move on to another bloke who had quite a different take on the issue. The headline on that story reads, Bloke who claims everyone is too soft nowadays hasn't slept for three nights over that cheese rebrand. Yes, that's right. One of our town's biggest defenders of personal freedoms has blown a fuse this week over the idea that a multinational dairy company might want to change their name. Yes, he says he's just sick of everyone getting so bloody offended these days. He reckons, and I quote here, people's feelings being hurt by seeing a word that gets yelled at them in schoolyards as kids aren't as important as my feelings being hurt by a couple of letters being changed around in a cheese brand that I sometimes buy. Cannot say anything these days, he says. Now, we'll move on from all this overly political stuff and we'll get into some sports news. There was a story this week about Warney being physically restrained after he tried to take the field on day five and show the boys how it's done. You wrote this one, Errol. What happened? I did, mate. Well, you know, if, if you were watching the coverage like I was, you had to sit through Shane Warne telling every man, woman and child in the country that he knew how to get these Indian batsmen out and the team just wasn't following his plan. So, so Warney, fed up, he stormed out of the commentary box, ran downstairs and tried to storm the field. Well, if we know anything, the fact is that he probably could have fucking gotten them out. So, he could have, mate. Easy. Um, you know, uh, I don't know who's in the wrong here. Was it the security guards that stopped him from going out there, or was it the blokes out there that couldn't win? I don't think it was Warney that was in the wrong. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that this is just another example of Shane Warne being in the right and everyone else being in the wrong. Right side of history always is. Mm. 
All right, there's some other sports news here, and it's about a Victorian woman stuck in Sydney told to either wait it out or get really fucking good at tennis. Yes, Dictator Dan said to our reporter this week, those who are found to be world-class tennis players, they will be allowed in. No questions asked. Maybe some light quarantine, but that's about it. But if you are shithouse at tennis, you need to just park your ass and wait for me to allow you to come home naturally. And if you're really, really good at tennis, you might get an exclusive suite or even a private house with a tennis court to quarantine in. And of course, that is only allowed if you take to Twitter uh, after heaven and earth has been moved to get you there and complain about the situation. Our mate, no vax. And I think we'll wrap up the weekly bulletin on that note. Thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you again next week after hopefully another big week of news. We'll see you then. Hooroo. Fuck